Hey guys, welcome to the show. I hope you're having a great and awesome day. We have an amazing guest and we have an amazing tray available. Which I'm very excited about. Uh, the I best gotta, in all the land. I got a new upgraded tray. They sent me an updated uh, model, so I'm excited oh, about that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not the updated model? No, there is somebody missing in our show. Uh, oh. There she is. Oh, she's back. Oh, well, never mind. All good. All good. All right. Um, well, uh, I guess it's time to, you still have the voice on. Please turn it off. I, it's off. Box. It's off. Okay. That would have been terrible. It's off. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Give me some beats. Hello, guys. Now I gotta say that I gotta make it all forever for this day. See you because we know what we're doing. I never be. Did you see the Rex and beat this big fancy team? And they won only if I can't pretend B. And the Lions are beating all the Packers and G. And only if I couldn't see it all the night. Only if I couldn't do the things that is right. No, no. Everybody's out of control. Looking for their mind and they wondering, yo, where are they going if they grow? Now they gotta be because they never waiting down. They waiting for me. Lose my mind. Dude, I'm trying to rap Tripping when I'm sitting Cause I'm feeling the facts One track, one time One mind, one flip Down with the light time Now I gotta rip this Ooh, I gotta get gone real How are you doing? My name is Scout Chill Real, only if I can't pretend to be I gotta rap forever like I gotta be me Double MC, that can never be me Don't got pimples on my face Cause I'm old man B But now I gotta rap forever I get it gone Then I'm saying that my whole life is a song are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. <laughs> what is up? What is up? How's it going, party people? Hello. Hi. I don't know why I decided to do that, Trey. Welcome. That's your thing. That's your thing now. That's that's yes. now a new thing. Oh yes. What is the headline of everybody's week? Uh, do you have something, Trey? No. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to have something, Jason. Yeah, I have something. Oh, I I want to make sure it's not Mel's. So, um, <laughs> Mel, do you have a do you have a headline of the week? I do. What is it? Do you think we may have the same one? Uh, well, so, I can freestyle, so you do whatever okay, you want to do, and I'm going to so, change it. So mine was gonna, mine was going to be um, cops show up at eight year old birthday party. Oh <laughs> wow, yes. that is phenomenal. Um, I don't want to say one now because mine will probably be terrible. Um, yeah. <sighs> Jason, you gotta go. You gotta go next, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no problem. Um, let me see. It's gonna be. Um, what, what? Something good. Something good. Something good. Um, Did I steal yours? No, no. But I, I probably just said. <laughs> you were not, there. <laughs> I, I know. I could. I, it was my fault. Um, <laughs> um, what's it gonna tell you? It's gonna be. Uh, 
Oh, come on, Jason. You got something good. Venom attacks. Venom attacks. Okay, so my highlight is we never got our food. Aww. We never got our food. I went on a date. We never got our food. So we should save Mel's for last mm-hmm. because it is the best. Uh, Jason, you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first because I'm trying to get okay. some other than Venom attacks one. It's all good. So, so yeah. all right. I went on a date uh, with my girlfriend this weekend, and uh, we went on a double, and uh, it was, oh my gosh, long story short, I had to take a lot of people around everywhere in the city, because uh, I had a, I was taking my sister to go to a wedding, she, was, uh, uh, she wasn't in the wedding, but she was going to it, then I had to make sure that my other sister was getting dropped off so she could hang out with a friend, I live in Louisville, Kentucky, so I'm driving up to Cincinnati, dropping off point A, point B, and then my final destination is one of my best friend's houses, we're all meeting up there and we're going on a uh we're going to first watch. So we get to first watch and literally we get there, we order our first round of drinks because it's OJ and like whatever everybody else wants, and then we all wanted water. We didn't get water for like six minutes, and we're like, okay, cool. First world problems, whatever. But like that's a long time. If you're sitting down, you're like, okay, so like where are waters? We get there and we're like, cool. So then we order our food. And we order our food. And we already can tell there's something wrong with our waiter. We're just like, maybe it's a bad day. I don't know what's going on. Table number one is sitting next to us. They get seated. Table number two gets seated down the ways from them. Table number one gets their food. Table number two gets their food. And we're like, what's going on? And so, I mean, no one else wanted to say anything to the waiter. And we're like, no, I'll be that guy because, you know, I pay for service. I want my food. Um, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like, I just want to know what's up. So we, I go over and I ask the guy, I was like, hey, bro, uh, what's going on? He's like, uh, about that. So your waiter sucks. He's talking in third person about himself. He says, your waiter sucks. Um, I forgot to put in your orders. And I was like, how in the world did you forget to put I, in my head? I didn't say this to him. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So then, uh, I mean, he's like, yeah, talk to the manager. I rushed your orders so that you guys can get it. Um, and so we all get our food eventually. Um, and it was really good. It was really good. I'm not going to lie. But we almost walked out with no food. And I know it was kind of a lame story, but that was my highlight of the week. So <laughs> there you go. So you Jason, did food. That's good. We did. We did get our food. I, I, I you know, I fudged the, the, uh, the title a little bit so you guys would pay attention, you know. And all of our listeners out there are millions of listeners. Um. So, so <laughs> as everybody might know at this point, I do buy toys uh, to sell, which is cool. Um, but my son is a giant Spider-Man fan. And I was at a, a, a Goodwill and I found a Venom doll um, that, that was nice. It's a 12-inch figure. Pretty cool. Um, now, the problem with this is that my, my son has a sister who is a two-year-old. And so if she sees her brother smashing a Spider-Man versus another Spider-Man, she wants to then do that. And so um, she decides that what would be really great is if you threw a five-pound Venom at her, at her dad and her dad's head um, because he's attacking him. And so they're having to smash the head. And this, thing, this thing is not light. Now, the other thing you should know, my son has normal figures, that are like little $10 Spider-Man. No, this is not a normal Venom figure. This is a Toy Biz uh, special edition 
full like it is super 50, expensive it is a 50 dollar toy oh wow that my, that okay. my that i got for two dollars so i don't care um <laughs> sure. but my uh but it is heavy and so my daughter and, uh, and when i tell you that she threw it at me i'm not saying she threw it at me once I'm not saying that she keeps, she's been throwing it at me every single day for the last week, like 20 oh, times man. a day. And she's like, oh, and this girl gets an arm. So that was supposed hurts. to be a gunshot. Yeah, uh, I was like, air horn, okay, whatever. That's tough. Yeah, so it's, it's, and I might sell it, but my son reminds me all the time because, Daddy, you didn't sell the venom today, did you? <laughs> Every day I pick them up from school. I'm like, no, buddy. You're supposed to it. hide those things, man. Yeah, there, it was not an option because he was in the front seat, and my son, I picked him up from school after I'd done it, and so he saw it, and yeah, it, I lost that battle. So. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear Mel's story right now because it's clearly way better than both of ours combined. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so cops show up at eight-year-old birthday party we were having my daughter's eighth birthday party just this past saturday um jason was there he was doing the hip-hop wait i don't want to say the website wrong it was a hip-hop hip -hop party. house party right yep hip -hop hip -hop house house party. that's how we met because i had him come out to my kid's birthday party it was amazing and all of a sudden knock at my door i assume it's a minute. arriving come to the door and there are two police officers at the door and at least three cop cars in front of my house. And I was like, what happened? And they said they were responding to a 911 call. And I was shocked. I was like, somebody, like, are we too loud? This is like 5 p.m. on a Saturday. It's a kid's party. Um, I have been known to throw a rager or two, but this this one was not the craziest one. So I was like, what are the cops doing here? And, they, and I said, what do you mean? So 911 call, like, what did they say? Like, everything's like, you can come and look around. Everything's pretty chill. And they were like, well, no one said anything. We just heard screaming in the background. So I was like, oh, maybe it was like a butt dial. Like, who's the idiot who accidentally called the police? Couldn't have been me. And then I looked at my phone and was like, it's me. I dialed 911 at my own party. I was on the phone with them for over a minute, just over a minute. And then I guess, like, I don't know, like, I like my my bump. I'm pregnant. My, my bump because I was wearing, like, overalls, like, hung up. And so they were just concerned because they heard, like, screaming. But it was the children. Oh, my screaming. gosh. And so I, like, I felt horrible. <laughs> you do not recommend accidentally calling 911. Um, it was a terrible move. But it was not the worst experience because they were so nice it was these two um women cops and they were just like so sweet they carried my packages inside because they were like oh, oh you have packages gosh. and then she the, one of them reached into the wallet and pulled out like um a sticker like an austin police department sticker and tattoo to give to the birthday girl and they're like we would have we would give you guys more if we had enough for the whole party but like you got you have a lot of kids here and so they were really really nice and i just had to like profusely apologize to them and um and it was so funny because the guests were like the cops are here like everyone who noticed them was like what happened and i had to explain i accidentally butt dialed 911 and i felt so terrible but like now i think it'll be a great story my kid can be like yeah my parties <laughs> cops show up <laughs> She's, oh my gosh that's perfect it was it was wild it was uh, they were so nice and i'm so grateful for them not giving me a hard time because i really felt terrible to waste their time like that 
So it's funny because uh, I didn't even know this happened. <laughs> I go outside to grab a mouse or something. I like grab something from my computer. Somebody's like, so has anybody ever called the cops on you before? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this the wildest party or what? We have, we have police showing up. I felt terrible. <laughs> so Jaime's coming and he's, he can't believe your story. He says, no way, Mel. <laughs> he says, so, so sorry, Mel. Um, <laughs> and then he's asking, what's that Bing? I don't. I don't know if he's referring to the head. The is, is that phone. your phone, uh, Mel? That's going not on. Not mine. It's not mine. Oh, it might oh. be my. It might be my laptop, though. Ooh, ugh. let me it's, quit my notification. Getting all these messages. I, I just now realized where I know Mel from. You were at ACL. I was. Oh yes, you. Yes, you were. I there. was the meat boxer. <laughs> nice. Wait, I was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like, so cool. there's no way. I'm like, I I know your face from somewhere. Now it all makes sense, and then oh, everything's right with the world. Yes, so. that we've come full circle because that's how I found out about hip hop party and like reached out and got that that police rated birthday party booked with you guys. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. Now. That is so awesome. Welcome to yeah. the show. That's so crazy. Yeah. And Trent lives in Kentucky, so we just can't bring him down for every birthday party. No. Okay, the, I wish the, the, the tray pricing would be very be like, would you like a tray upgrade? It's gonna be almost six hundred dollars. Yeah, oh, the no. plane ticket. <laughs> oh, I'm silent. Uh, my laptop. All right. No, so you're fine. I appreciate it. No more. Sorry um, about that. <laughs> all right, Jason, are you ready to queue up? Yeah, um, I'm ready. Oh, I missed the headlines of the week, Trey. It's all good. Just keep going. <laughs> because this is my favorite part of the show, and it is time for a quiz. <laughs> all right, cool. So... In this quiz, uh, this is a random facts of life quiz. Um, it is multiple choice and some are true or false. It is against Jason and Mel. Um, you guys will both get equal opportunity to answer any and all questions. Whoever has the most at the end of this quiz wins. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Jason's not because he didn't respond. Phenomenal. This is I perfect. Win. <laughs> exactly. Mel, you immediately win. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, Mel, since you're our guest, you get uh, first uh, first choice um in first action at the question so how many keys are on a keyboard is it a 80 b 98 or c 104 a c 104. okay okay jason same question 80 98 or 104 80 okay well mel was correct because it's 104 keys so congratulations. Uh, the actual um, 104 is only an American standard. The 105, 105 keys is apparently an overseas standard. So random fun fact today. Probably didn't care, but that's okay. Uh, Jason, you're up next. How many pounds of skin does the average uh, human shed in their lifetime? <laughs> is it A? Yeah, yeah. Is it A, 30, B, 40, or C, 50? Um, uh, 40. Okay. Mel, same question. How many pounds of skin does an average human shed in their lifetime? Is it 30, 40, or 50? I'm going to go with 50. Ooh. So wait, which one did you say, Jason? Uh, 40. He said 40. That is actually the correct answer. It's 40. Uh, it's 40 it pounds now! of skin in their ah! lifetime. <laughs> and that's super gross because that's why, that's why your, your mattress is way heavier when you, uh, get rid of them. Than you do when they purchase Whoa. when you purchase them. Um, I wish I could speak English today. Is that not disgusting? 
That's just admit makes me never want to have a used mattress ever. Not ever again. Why people don't get used mattresses. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I ever have had one, but I'm certainly never going to. That is crazy gross. Yeah, that is gross. Um, so anyway, moving on, Mel, you get the first crack of the next question. The total weight of all ants on the earth. This is true or false, by the way. The total weight of all ants on the earth is greater than the total weight of all humans on the earth. True or false? Oh Lord. Mm. It feels false, but I'm not very confident. False. Okay, true. Jason. True. 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 <laughs> okay, Jason. True. False. It's actually true. Mel's correct. Oh. So the um, there are more ants wow. on the earth in total weight than there are humans on the earth. Is that not buck wild? Because ants like weigh what a fraction of a fraction of a a. I don't know a pound. Like I, I can't. I'm terrible with metrics. They're obviously like way less than a pound. But uh, that's yeah. That's Buck Wild. Um, okay. What is that? Uh, that <laughs> that well, is. Uh, he needs to get back on, but he might pop up again. Hi, mate. Uh, that, that's Jaime working on something. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, Jason, there is a basketball court above the Supreme Court, and it's known as the highest court in the land. True or false? Oh, Lord Jesus. Please let that be true. I don't know. That's up to you. Yeah, I'm going is that to... your answer? True? Yes. Mel, same question. There's a basketball court above the Supreme Court. Oh, I should know this. Why? I think Who would that's know this? false. Well, because I lived in Washington D.C. and I toured it, and like I, I feel like and that's. You went and played basketball on the court. You're just I did not, which is why I'm going to go false. Okay. Okay, it's actually true. <laughs> there is a basketball <laughs> court above the Supreme so cool. Court, and it's called Thank the you. highest court in the land. I didn't know that, but I found that out today. Okay. Uh, it. Yeah, feel free to look it up. Yeah, feel free to look it up. Go. It's a crazy uh, thing. I can't say that. Octatelipical? <laughs> Octolyptical? Says true. Uh, so they actually know. They said that. Uh, there, there can be, be a terrace. Yeah. Cool. That's wow. pretty cool. And this is for the mansion and the yacht. I hope you guys are ready. <sighs> this is actually kind of weird. I'm ready. Um, so, Mel, you get first crack. More than 2,500 left-handed people are killed every year from using equipment meant for right-handed people true or false oh that's so sad true okay jason same question <laughs> well because i'm left-handed i'm going to say false i don't want that to be true <laughs> it's true correct oh! uh, congratulations bell <laughs> you uh win our quiz today um we're we're trying to develop some sort of nft that we can give to people and they can make millions of dollars with it later in life but we have oh, not wow. reached that point but you get at least five of those down the road Wonderful. so congratulations you win the quiz um i hope you feel really good about yourself because those were all random and no one can prepare you for that stuff <laughs> no. that was awesome thank you awesome phenomenal jason why is mel on our show today well um i when i asked mel a questionnaire and asked her what could we do for a better year she said uh dream big and when the chance comes, take it. Uh, why, Mel? Do we need to take chances and dream big for a better year? Uh, so, personally, I have um, a little late in life discovered that 
Um, certain opportunities only kind of come around once in a while, and no matter how absolutely terrified you may be, and when these when these moments come, you just got to kind of go for them because some it sounds so cliche, but really amazing things happen just outside of your comfort zone and like right when you feel like there's no way I can do something, but you do it anyway and you take that chance, like really cool stuff can happen. And I know that from personal experience recently. Um, so that was that was that's pretty much the the energy I'm bringing into this year. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's like when you're younger, you actually don't think about things. You just kind of do them. And so you don't really consider it. When you're older, you start questioning yourself. But then when you get a little bit older, then you go, I don't care anymore. I don't care exactly. what anybody thinks. I'm that's just going to do it. That is so spot on. Yeah. Trey's in, the, Trey's in the, he just figured out that people care. And so he's kind of like in that <laughs> spot where he's like, oh, man. But uh, he, he'll get in the older spot where he's like, oh, I, I can do anything. Change the world. <laughs> I thought that was reversed, but we're going to go with it. Oh, no. It, it, it kind of <laughs> does like a circle. Like, so it goes, you could take the, over the world. And then you kind of realize that nobody listens to you. And then you don't care anymore. So it just kind of has this. Uh, that circle, makes sense. Like I think a roller coaster. I would agree with that because when you get older, like for older people, for example, like we're talking 70, 80 people, 80 year old people, they don't care. No, they no. don't care. Like, it's like, I've lived my life. I'm going to do whatever the heck I want because no one's going to do anything because I'm an old person. Uh, <laughs> or should I say seasoned person? Um, uh, Jaime is saying, take chances and dream big in life so DCU can get their stuff together. And for those who don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about the uh, the DC cinematic universe because everything's flopping right now uh, with the Black Adam and Superman and all that stuff. Uh, it's very sad. And then he's asking you to say what you just said again, Mel. Which uh, one? It'll be fine. We're gonna. Luckily for us, your story is this com comment, so it will answer the question for cool. me. So, um, so yeah. So why? Why is and I know your story. I know this is why you're on the show, but most people don't. Why is it that you? What is this thing that happened that made you realize <laughs> that you should dream big? First off, uh, what is it that you did before you transitioned to what you're doing? What you're gonna tell us about? Um, so I jumped around a little bit. I was a teacher for seven, eight years. Um, Kudos and to you. Thank you. It was crazy. Um, and then I moved into working in the, the tech world. I was at a tech job for about four years here in Austin. Um, and then, should I say yeah, what happened? <laughs> so sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, this was... Uh, I well, so say you decided to quit your job, right? Before this happened. Well, not yet. So here's okay. what happened. Uh, it was I was still working at my tech job, but one of the things I had always like kind of thought about doing and never took the leap to do was stand-up comedy. I've just kind of always I've always been a fan of so many so much stand-up comedy. I've always been told like, man, you'd be really good at stand-up. Um, and it was just something that was in the back of my head is like, well, I'm never actually going to do it, but how cool would that be? Um, I was at a Joe Rogan show here at, at Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. Wow. I was at his show and he did, it was just like an incredible show. So many great comics open for him. He did like a two hour set. It was awesome. Wow. And at the very end, he did a Q&A, which was awesome and completely unexpected. I actually had seen his show before. This was like my, I think my second time watching the exact same show. That's how much I loved it that I like went back with like a new set of friends to see it again. And this time he did a Q and A, which I didn't expect because he didn't do that the first time. 
that I was on the show. And so I was like, I need to ask Joe Rogan a question. Like this is, he was just taking questions from the audience about all kinds of different things. And I thought this is my moment to like have a dialogue with him, even if it's like a question. Oh, and sure. the thing that came to my head, um, because I've always been such a stand-up fan was uh, to ask him a question about getting into stand-up comedy. So I think um, I asked him like, what advice would you give to somebody who's interested in starting stand-up with no experience? So he was like, do you think you're funny? <laughs> My, um, I should preface all of this with, I had a lot of tequila. I was feeling very funny. And I was like, oh, very confident in that moment. And I said, oh, I'm hilarious. Absolutely. Without having a clue that the next thing he was going to do was invite me <laughs> to get on. Oh, no. Yeah. He, he, was like, he was like, okay, so if uh, if you're funny and you want to know what you have to do is you need to get on stage and you need a bomb. Like you just need to just do it. And so he was like, do you want to get on stage right now? And at first I said no, but I, I was with a bunch of friends who were like, Mel, like go, go, go. And, you know, I had had all the tequila confidence. So I, I stumbled up to the stage. Let's just, and- let's, we're going to get this. <laughs> You heard my set. You were there. <laughs> you that's that another. That's a, oh no. <laughs> he, um, I, I don't. I barely remember what I even said. I know that it was. It wasn't great because it was completely improvised and like I did not. Even though I had always tried stand up, I didn't plan. Yeah, I didn't plan any jokes. Um, I did. I did say a couple things at first that got everyone laughing. I, I think I even roasted poor Joe Rogan a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I said, uh, the man, I'm the myth, the legend. I'm surprised to be here, and I'm also surprised that I'm taller than Joe Rogan. I mean, he, he may be like my height, I don't know, but I, I was I was I was in a state of shock. I don't know what was coming out of my mouth. And so I'm roasting this poor guy who's been giving me this nice opportunity and it was it was funny, but eventually, like he, like he advised me to do, I completely bombed. Like <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So it was more funny that I got up there, like this drunk girl got up on stage and tried to be right. funny and it failed. Um, it was it was hilarious because of that, not because I actually like did a great job or anything. But um, after everyone laughed, like I actually was there with a bunch of like my colleagues from work, and it, we just had such a good laugh about like, can you believe that happened? Like you got on stage, like I. I gave him a hug it was so cool but then like I couldn't stop thinking about it I was like that was so embarrassing I made a fool of myself I didn't I got an opportunity to get on stage and I did not have anything prepared that like was something I just I couldn't let my comedy career end on that note um so I bought tickets to the same show. This was my third time going to the show now. And I tried to get tickets to sit in like the same spot, kind of, so that I could have the same opportunity. I sat through the whole show again. It was amazing again. And I was like, please do Q&A. Please do Q&A. So he did. He did the Q&A again. And I sat in the same spot. I raised my hand. I almost didn't do it. My husband was next to me and I told, he was like, go, are you going to do it? Cause this time I prepared like a minute or two of jokes. And I was like, wow. I'm gonna and I'm going to actually do really well. 
but when he when and then a part of me it's funny because when when you're so close to something happening a part of me was like i hope he doesn't do q a like i didn't want to have the opportunity right. because i didn't want to have to go through with it because i knew i would have to do it and then he did do the q a and i looked over at my husband and i was like I can't like I'm not gonna do it and he, he started like screaming he's like I will raise your hand for you like you need to go like you have good stuff prepared like go and I was like fine and I did it I raised my hand he looked at me and I feel like he could recognize he I looked familiar but I don't know if he right away recognized me but I asked the exact same question and I was like, what advice do you have for somebody who would want to try stand up? And I think that like made him go, oh, this is that girl. This was two weeks later, maybe three wow. weeks later. So it had to have been fresh in his mind. I knew I had to like strike while the iron was hot and like go ASAP so that he could remember me. And he did. He remembered me. He was like, you. He was like, are you ready? Like, do you want to come up here right now? No way. <laughs> so I was like. Yes. And so I That's went up there. So awesome. I had notes in my hand. Um, I went up there. I blacked out. Like I don't I barely remember. This time I was sober. <laughs> so I oh, blacked out because of adrenaline. Take not, <laughs> and I, I I did a good job. I like I, I went through my whole my whole set. I didn't even look at my notes, even though I was holding them in my hand. Um, it was really funny and I had a bunch of friends there and like, it was really fun afterwards. He like, was like, that was amazing. I had people coming up to me after the show, like taking photos with me and telling me how cool that wow. was. Yeah. No, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it was, it was really fun. It was like, it, it gave me this moment. It made me feel like, oh my gosh, like I, I redeemed myself for <laughs> for the accident of the first night um but then so after that so after that like uh how did you feel how did you feel like did you feel like you were successful at that point feel like i feel really really proud of myself because i was this close to not doing it even though oh I wow it. yeah I, and I just kept thinking like oh what if I would have checked out I would have never known how cool that felt and I would have never felt that right feeling of like redemption and I did it and like that was great and so um, I just felt really proud of myself and I was really excited to be able to like share the story with all the people who were there the first time yeah. who saw me bomb I was like I did it again and this time it was good and they were like no way so it was, it was a really fun story um fun. you know yeah. just like uh, a month ago or two months ago um this uh hip-hop uh freestyle comedy show came through um uh and uh i knew at the end they'd ask questions and they'd do a song for you and so i was ready to go i waited to the end they asked hey so tell us about your story about your day and we're gonna make a song about it and i didn't tell them my actual story because i was afraid uh so i didn't tell them that i spent all day making TikTok freestyle raps instead i told him i'd <laughs> spend my day chasing my kid around the house because oh. i was just afraid that they would be like oh well that's amazing you should come up and do it even though that's yeah. the whole point of it but yeah. i i not like you chickened out <laughs> and then they were like oh. yeah that's not very funny we're gonna go to the next person oh, no. all i had to do was oh. say what I Jason, stop today. being a coward oh. <laughs> So no, I hear your story and I just think, dang it, I was so close. To do I think it was in May too, which it. is funny. But uh, <laughs> uh, before we move on, I'm going to get to the comments really quickly. Uh, Jaime is coming in saying, uh, "I've been in IT for 17, 18 years, <gasps> currently in training to transition into cybersecurity this year and upgrade my pay into big numbers." 
we were just talking about in reference to earlier switching careers. Um, and then he said, I feel you, Mel. I'm making a big career change this year and already peeping, prepping, preeping is where what it says on there for the failures. I know I'm going to have to fail minimally, minimally, minimum, minimally. Uh, anyway, to be the regular great that great guy that I usually am. I think that's what he's trying to say. And he says, okay. you rock, Mel. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. And if that yeah, was the end of the story, that'd about. be good, right, Mel? Yeah. I mean, that would have been a cool story that I would have, like, told forever. And it could have ended there. And it could have been still, like, an awesome thing to share. But wait, um, there's more? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happens now, Mel? So... So I, after this, I mean, I can't stop thinking about stand-up comedy now. And like, I start, I start writing more and I'm still working at my job, but I'm not happy there. And that's a whole nother story. I end up quitting my job and a part of me was quitting my job um, and thinking like, okay, for the next step, should I do stand-up comedy? As a matter of fact, I even, when I, when I announced to my, to my coworkers that I was leaving, I even made a joke where I was like, guys, I'm quitting because I'm pursuing my dream for stand-up comedy. But like, I made it like a joke, even though in the back of my head, I was like, I kind of am. Like I, I wasn't, I was, again, I wasn't happy there. And that's a whole nother story. But one of the things that I was thinking and that gave me, I think the like bravery to just go ahead and, and quit that job was because I was so excited about potentially doing something like this, that uh, like stand comedy. So this happens and I quit the job, but I don't have the guts to actually get on stage again. I'm writing jokes and I'm thinking about it and I'm obsessively like listening to other comedians and following their stories and, and like, doing like all the research but not doing the actual part that is important which is to actually get on stage even like an open mic like i couldn't find the courage to do it even though i for some reason was able to do it in, in front of one of the arguably most famous comedians on earth but i could not do it like other than what otherwise yeah. so um instead of, in front a, of a lot of, of not famous comedians is yeah I, I could, yeah I, I don't know why but like i was but i was writing and i was obsessing over it and thinking about it and then what gave me a push is that I wake up one morning and I have a text message from a girlfriend and she's sending me a link to Joe Rogan's podcast. And it's just an episode and, and I'm a big fan of his podcast. So I thought maybe she was just like, hey, check out this episode. I know you're I know you like Joe Rogan. So I was like, oh, hey, like, what's this? And she says, you know, um, scroll to I forgot the timestamp. I think it was pretty early on, like 15 minutes or something. She's like, scroll to this. Joe Rogan talks about you. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's so buck wild. Um, and she's actually, she was at the uh, first time. So she knows she knows the whole story of everything that happened. So she, he doesn't say my name, but she's like, this is about you. I'm, I know it's about you. So I listened to it. And then there he is. Joe Rogan tells his audience of like millions of people what happened. And oh, his speaking of speaking of DC, he's actually talking to Zach Levi. So he's talking to Shazam. At yeah. The yeah, yeah, he is. He's talking to Zachary Levi. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. And so he is about, um, <laughs> about me. About me. You're just taking it in the studio. Talking about me. Uh, so I'm freaking out. The, the context of the conversation uh, was that they were just talking about funny people in life. Um, and Zachary Levi is, uh, he's an actor in The Mar Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is uh, an Amazon Prime uh, series about a female comedian who like 
not unsimilarly to me, literally stumbles drunk on a stage one day and accidentally discovers that she's good at stand-up comedy. And it follows her whole journey. And so they're talking about him being on that show. And then Joe says, you know, I feel like people like her really exist. People say that that. Oh, my gosh. People say that's an unrealistic thing for there to be somebody who is just, you know, that funny and they could just get up on stage and like kill it. But like there's this girl who is at Vulcan Gas Company and he tells everyone the whole story. He says she asked a question during Q&A. She got up on stage and she was drunk and like she did it do great, but it was still funny that she did it. And then two weeks later, she came back and she had notes and she crushed it. And then he just like sang my praises. And wow. I'm listening to I had to keep pausing it. I remember I woke up, my husband was like, listen to this. And I just start playing it. And he's like, what? Like, Joe Rogan, why are you in the morning? Like, really? And I'm like, listen. And he starts listening. And then he sits up and he's like, that's you. And I was like, I know. And we're freaking out because he says some incredible compliments. Like, he says that I'm like a real Mrs. Maisel. Um, he says that if I worked at it, he knows that I could 100% be a professional comic. Wow. He said I was hilarious. Um, and so he said all these things that I, I have major imposter syndrome and that things that I really like felt like I wish were true and I think could be true. But I like to hear it from someone like him made me go, OK, I need to get my ass on a stage. Sorry, my body on a stage. <laughs> and I need to I need to like do something about this. Like if I have this guy on his podcast saying that if I tried, I could 100% be a professional comedian and I don't do it. Like I'm a total idiot and I will regret this for the rest of my life. So that was the kick in the butt that I needed. And so I shared that podcast and video around, like shared it with friends. I was like, he's talking about me, you guys. And then one of uh, a friend, my husband's best friend, one of my close friends happened to have a show in Austin in two days, he's a musician. He said, do you want to open for me with comedy? And I was like, what? And he, it was in two days. So I was like, he's like, how much material do you have? And I was like, I don't know, but I'll try. And I somehow uh, within two days got a whole 10 minute set done. Um, wow. Yeah, I wrote a lot of it in those two days. But also, like, again, I had been writing because I was just like, I was scared to get on stage, but I had been doing all the writing. And after hearing that him talk about me I was like I have to do this so two days later I got on stage and I did 10 minutes and I gotta say it wasn't bad for wow being a beginner for being my first real like show it was great and I had again a lot of people come up afterwards and compliment me and you know really just give me the confidence that I needed to like actually keep it going um because that was probably the scariest part was like that first like dive into it. I was full of excuses and, um, you know, oh, but I'm a mom and, and, and there's so much competition and I don't have time. Like there's just always something in my way. And then after I just finally took that big dive and I said, like, I got to do it. It's been really great so far. And so like, I've been kind of been doing a lot of writing, doing shows when I can. And it's been like, honestly, one of the most fun and exciting things possible. That's so freaking amazing. Like, <laughs> I, I can only imagine. And how, how big of a fan are you of Joe Rogan? Huge. Big fan. I've been a fan of his since, like, I don't even know, like, so, so long. Like, over a decade. All, so, I've seen every special. I've listened to so many podcasts. Um, I was a big, big fan. So that so made he, it like, extra special. 
he's easily one of your favorite performers. He's easily one of your favorite comedians, favorite podcasters. Quite frankly, when I found out about him, I mean, like I was, you know, I was like, oh, it's Joe Rogan. Cool. And then I just listened to some of the shows. I was like, wow, this is like amazing. Like, because yeah. he has literally everybody on the show and they're talking for hours on end. And I've only seen the YouTube clips where they talk about the meaningful things that stand out, but they're, the, his show's amazing anyway. But the yeah. fact that you got talked about on his show <laughs> is like one of your idols talking about you. It's like, yeah, yeah. And sure. He didn't mention you by name, but the fact that, you know, he's talking right, about you, right, right. that seals yeah. the deal. Totally. And it was nice because then like I like I knew I knew it was about me. So it's just like, oh, <laughs> he didn't even need to say my name, you know, and like for it to be enough to inspire me and to make me go like, oh, my gosh, like this is so cool. I have to I have to go after this. I really as a big fan um, and someone who like I mean, it was, it was shocking and like just it couldn't have been a bigger uh, motivator. That's, That's so super cool. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's so crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was you, crazy. It a lot when of you start your YouTube stuff up, you got to get that clip somehow. I know, right? So I actually, I know that it exists. I know that there is footage of, um, of the show. The second time I got on stage when I actually did good, I know that there actually is footage. I, I've gone back to the club, uh, the same place, Vulcan Gas Company. I've gone back a few times and I actually met someone who was like, oh, I was working the cameras that day. So I've seen the video and I was like, oh, so the video exists. I was like, how can I get my hands on it? And she was like, you can't because they don't, you're not allowed, they're not allowed, people are not allowed to of film. Course. It's of one of course. those situations where everyone has to put their phones away and like those little locked bags and everything. So I've been asked, like, do you have footage of the time you got on stage with him? And I'm like, no, you have to take my word for it. I promise that it happened. And I have a lot of witnesses, but um, I would love to get my hands on the footage. I don't even remember <laughs> remember it so well now. Um, the adrenaline just really makes you like black out and you're like, oh, I don't know. Um, but that would be really fun. I do need to get better about online content. So there's a lot there's a lot of things here that I have to work on. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part about following your dream. It's like you a lot of people when they start doing anything music or anything, they've had tons of failures before they ever had a success. And your issue is that you had success and now you have to like <laughs> now now you have to realize that you're going to fail a lot <laughs> to get Absolutely. Back to the, and, totally. and that's that's okay because it's like I said, I, as I was telling you at the party is that I had a friend who was a stand-up comedian and we'd have to go to the, to open mic at least once a week, hopefully twice a week, just so he could write his material. So yeah. he'd write it and, cause you would, that's how you know what's going to work and what's not going to work. Totally. And, and it's funny cause like, you know, I like, I like my comedians. And so you'll see them when they're doing their, when they're building for a, um, a TV special. If you see them twice that year, you'll know that it's the same stuff. They're just trying to see if it's going to work for the thing. Yeah. But after the TV special, then you know to go again because it's going to be new stuff because he's yeah. writing new stuff as he goes. That's so right. That's the craziest part about being a comedian is that you're literally in front of people failing all the time on purpose. It's true. It's like the only way to really test any jokes. Like you can't, you know, if you're making music – you gotta like some people have to hear it if you're telling jokes like people you just see people laughing like there's no way to get better at it without failing in comedy because how are you gonna know if it's like what's funny to me by myself in my bedroom is not gonna be you know it's not it may or may not land in front of an audience and so you need to put yourself out there and not be afraid to to bomb it which is essentially the advice that he gave me when i said asked him that was the advice he said get on stage and bomb and that's how you that's how you learn and that's how you get better at it and i think that 
that that's the tr the, the same is true outside of comedy like in life like go out there and try it and you may fail and <laughs> you may bomb and then that, that's going to inform your next move. But not doing anything is the biggest failure. Not going for it is the worst thing that can happen because then you're just like, you're never going to know if you would have been rapping that day <laughs> with, with them if you would have been honest <laughs> about your skills. My, the sun is setting, y'all. So sorry if I'm starting to get harder to see. No, you're fine. You're fine. Studio like you guys. Um, so it's a little dim out here. No, you're fine. <laughs> and this and that show is Hip Hop Love Supreme. So it is a uh, Broadway show that Lin Manuel Miranda put together. Ooh. Um, so yeah, no, it it was all I, <laughs> all kinds of fails on my end. No, <laughs> it was awesome. And I decided to go that day. So I had a great story of what actually happened, but I didn't tell them any of that. I didn't say, oh, I just <laughs> bought tickets today and just got this front row seat on accident and and i talked to my friend who's a rocket scientist and they're coming with me who's standing right here oh and i spent my whole morning just making freestyle raps as my daughter punched me in the face on tiktok and this is what actually happened but instead i'm going well i'm just chasing my daughter and her diaper fell ha 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 like, you idiot you were so freaked out so no. Uh, I would love I would love for your daughter to just that's her catchphrase or that's her thing when you try to catch her she just turns around and, and then just runs off just <laughs> you're that's like what what, uh, what that's my life just punched by this little girl she had a ponytail on today just punching me like, Mel so I like I, I heard you when you said some of your jokes, like the jokes that might land somewhere else might not land in other areas. I've seen that a lot with, with comedians that, that literally will go to different States and different like countries even. And quite frankly, like, um, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, he's one of my favorite comedians and he went overseas to the middle East and <clears throat> he saw a crowd of people in hijabs and, and full, just like, um, even covered because I don't think the women can come out with without being completely covered. And it's, it was, I mean, it was just such a culture shocking experience for him. And he tried to do some of his sets and some things just didn't land. And there's hundreds of people and he's just like, and we're going to move on to the next joke. Like <laughs> just, just you, you tell one of your famous jokes and then you just get like a sea of crickets going on and you're like, <laughs> all right cool we're gonna move on now so have you had an experience like that so far or what has been the scariest experience other than getting up in front of joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> um I've, yeah I've, I've definitely said things that afterwards i'm like re-watching re the video and i'm like mm, the audience didn't think that was as funny as i thought it was when i was writing it definitely um i think as far as like the scariest thing so i was um there's this show called kill tony and it's filmed here in Austin, actually at the same place where, where Joe Rogan was doing his stand-up. And you, it's kind of like a like a raffle to get on stage. It's a really popular comedy show. So you'll they get dozens of comedians drop their name in a bucket. Wow. Tony Hinchcliffe is the host, one of the funniest men on the planet, in my opinion. He will pull names out of a bucket. And if you get pulled up, you get a minute to talk, to give to say jokes. And that part is not, in my opinion, not the hardest part because you have, if you can prepare for your minute, I actually got pulled and I went up and got to do a minute of stand up on his show. But afterwards, they interview you. And if you're not good, they'll roast you. <laughs> and oh my God. So that part, like, you cannot prepare for that because I had, I've actually been on the show twice now. 
Um, and because I just like go every week and draw my name in and I've gotten pulled twice. But you That's can't awesome. pay for that. You've got your minute and you've got that set and you're like, OK, one minute done. But then afterwards, they can ask you anything. And like you don't you have to improvise. It's full improv. And that was probably the scariest thing ever because this was like real there was so many people are going to see this and this is also another person who i'm like a humongous fan of tony Hinchcliffe. so i was like i can't mess up in front of him um and like going off the cuff in conversation with some extremely hilarious people is absolutely terrifying and i both times that i've done it i get off stage and i can't remember what just happened i'm like <laughs> i literally have blacked out like the adrenaline has just been so nuts that i'm like was I funny? What happened? I'm pretty sure they made fun of me. Where am I? Where? Yeah, like, where am I? And then it was funny. I remember telling. So when it happens, um, it's filmed. And then two weeks later, it's two weeks before the actual show airs on YouTube. And so in those two weeks between when I was on stage and when it aired and I got to watch it back, I was remembering everything in pieces. Like, I would be like, oh, I just remembered something I said on stage and it was like coming to me in like bits at, as the, I guess, adrenaline wore off. It's probably also because I'm, I'm seven months pregnant, by the way, guys, this entire day I've been pregnant, which makes everything a lot crazier. Thank you. So I'm like a combination of just like nerves and adrenaline and like pregnancy brain, which makes you forget things all the time anyway, makes you accidentally call 911 and weird. Oh things gosh. Like and so um, it'll, it'll like come to me in pieces and I'm not like telling my family like, oh God, I think I said this on stage. Like this is, this isn't going to go well when I see it live. Um, but yeah, that, that whole thing was extremely scary too. Not being able to prepare for, you know, just like an off the cuff conversation with really famous, funny people. That's terrifying. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I think so. Like I, I'm not a comedian, so I would have no idea. And I just know from what other comedians have said on stage or on another podcast from what kind of their hardest moments were. Um, and that's what kind of got them going is because they bombed and they kept bombing. And then all oh, of a yeah. sudden they started picking up. Yeah. So. I, I've never done a show that I didn't almost back out of. <laughs> like, wow. Not one. I've, I don't think I've ever been like, all right, this is going to be great. We're going to do this. And I go in and I'm like, cause I'm also, I, I am by no means, you know, an expert or really good at this. I know a lot of comedians here in Austin who are just working so hard and are doing shows every single night and are crushing it. I'm not there yet. I am seven months pregnant and I have, this is my third child. And I know it sounds like an excuse. No, it is an excuse. I need to stop having excuses and I need to get out there more. But um, with what I have done every single, I don't know if there, if there has to be a certain number of shows that I do before I stop doing this to myself but I'm still in that phase where every single time I'm about to get on stage I think like is there an excuse I can come up with like do I really have to do oh this? no I'm sick I can't do it oh gosh I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> but you know it's like I actually have in my kids bathroom there's like in the tub it's like a corny like quote thing and it says um feel the fear and do it anyway wow and I have and it's like in my wow. kids bathtub and so I'm just like if I cannot take <clears throat> Advice that I'm giving to my children, like what kind of example am I setting? Um, I was getting ready for a show one day and, and my daughter's in there like watching me get my hair and makeup done. She's chatting with me about the show. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm terrified. I don't want to do this. Like <laughs> I'm asking my eight, well, at the time, seven-year-old for advice. I'm like, what do you think? And then she was like, mom, you always tell me like when you're scared, that's the only way you can be brave. And I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> but I have to get talked into Aww. it. <laughs> it's yeah. It's 
true story. And I had to get talked into it every time. And I, and you know, the, my kids are a really big inspiration because I do tell them that all the time. And it's literally on their bathroom tile. So I have to remember that, like, that's something that I got to, like, push through every time because. You know, I, I, mean, I wish I could tell you that. It, things. I wish I could tell you it gets better. It doesn't. I've been. <laughs> wow. I've been performing, I've been performing <laughs> for 20, Thanks, Scout. 20 years. And anytime I get to that next part, I'm totally freaking out. Like, uh, there have been times where I had like a meeting with like a Grammy nominated person and I'm like, all right, well I sent them a song. They're going to hate it. And then they're like, it's amazing. It's like, you should know you're good at this. You've been doing this for 20 years. Like, yeah. Why are you so freaked out that it's not going to work out? But like, even anytime I go do something, I'm like, even at a birthday party, like at your house, I still think once <laughs> if I mess up, like the kids don't care. They don't even care what I say. But it's like, I get so worried, like, oh, what happens if something's not going to work? But then I go, well, I'm already here, and I'm getting paid for it, so I should keep going. Um, and that's how I always do it. Like, I just – I wish it went – you just become super confident. When you're super confident, that's when you should be worried. When I agree, like, yeah. I'm ready to do this, and then you just, like – I mean, Trey's learned that lesson. We've all learned that lesson. Like, you're like, I, oh, there's no way I'm going to mess this up, and then first thing you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th uh, there has to be a healthy amount of uh... – I guess like Jaime's <laughs> coming Jaime's coming in. Uh, yeah, he says uh, I disagree, Mel. I feel like it does get better. So well, good. I mean, I I, I hope that it gets better. I don't want to be. I don't want to be selling out an arena trying to back out before. Yeah. I can <laughs> but here's the thing: even if that happens, you're still gonna get up on stage. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But Just I do get... think there is a healthy amount of like having. You know, as soon as you feel you know, just complacent and overconfident and like, you're not, you're not trying to better yourself. Then I think that's a problem. So I think as long as I always have that hunger to improve, I think I'll be okay. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm still like freaking out every single time, um, that I do anything. The imposter syndrome is real <laughs> with me anyway. Well, there you go. Well, uh, now it's time for, uh, us to make up a song about everything we just talked about today. Yay! Um, I'm excited. And so uh, now, Trey, I'm going to start the beatbox, and Trey's going to do the freestyle rap. So I'm really excited about this part of the show. What, what's wrong, Trey? Nothing. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm I'm concerned. Just I'm, just about, I'm just kidding. I'm just, that'd uh, be no. hilarious <laughs> if I just made you do it. At that point, just... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not doing it, y'all are going to do it. Just yeah, and at this point, I'm gonna rap, and Jason's gonna freestyle. So here's the thing. So no, uh, what we do need from our audience members though is uh, a whole bunch of words that you want um, from for Jason to say in the in the uh, rap. And Mel, does, is Mel gonna give you some words? Uh, Mel, are you gonna give me some words? Um, I want you to say the word laugh. Uh huh. I want you to say the word dream. And I want you to say the word rubber duck. Okay. Why not? Laugh, dream, and rubber duck. <laughs> I can remember and those. Like I the said, Trey, you just pop up on the screen and I'll use them. We'll do. Everybody else just throw a whole bunch of words in there. Uh, preferably one at a time, not a paragraph. We've had people do that before. Uh, and uh, right before we go, I may say I've developed my process so it works for me instead of against me. I truly think as performers of any kind, we can get there. And then Dustin's coming in. What's up, Dustin? He is my roommate. He's literally one room away from me right now and he says checketh thine ego <laughs> he's talking to me and jason of course um <laughs> and he says one of the words he wants to use is purple all right sweet let's get it mel 
do you want to be called Mel? Is it Safi? Safi. Safi. Cool. I didn't want to butcher yeah. it. Uh, and I already did anyway. It's okay. <laughs> um, Mel Safi. Do you do you have a stage name? Do you want a stage name? Do you want to it's, just be called Mel Safi? Uh, yeah, Mel Safi. My, my actual name is Melissa Safi. So Mel Safi is like what I go by. That's a Even dope name, by the way. I feel like you. when you make it big one day, Mel Safi will really hit. I think that would be, be dope. Uh, uh, I right. the words, Mel. It was a uh... laugh, dream, and rubber duck. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> You're fine. Thanks. Um, all right, sweet. Let's get it, Jason. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Yo, 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 we got DJ sound effects. Scout the psalmist to Mel Safi on the mic. Let's get it. <laughs> Here's a little story about a lady B. Her name is Mel Safi. She's like, hey, he. One day she just went into a comedy show. She was chilling out. She didn't even know. She reminded when she was with her rubber ducky, like, I could be a comedian. I know I am funny only if I can't pretend it. It's all the same. And she had a sign on the door that said, hey, you could do this today. So there she is at the comedy show like this. I never. She's like, I know. She asked a question and she's like, hey, bro, can I be in comedy? He's like, yes, yo. Get up on the stage and she starts to go. But she's pretty darn plastered So she's like, I don't know What I'm even saying if I'm feeling for the flow But she gets it like forever She's thinking, I don't know Yo, but she keeps streaming And she doesn't care What she gotta do Then she bombs right there And goes home It's like, oh, I gotta keep on doing this I'm out of control And uh, I bet she had a purple shirt on at one point Only if I couldn't say it back One point Now I gotta say that it's better if it should go Now you gotta live that dream and let them know So then she rolled a little thing together Went to another show And she was like like whatever i don't really want to do this but i will only if i gotta break it down with the skills then she asked another question the same one he looks back it's joe rogan she's like uh come back in fact so she went on stage and she killed it this time she did not care she could never fill it mine and captain marvel is listening on a podcast about her how she's amazing and she can't fact and now she get it because it's never gonna be the same exhale breathe and she's gotta run away hey and now she's being talked about on the biggest podcast in the world that's pretty amazing girl only if you can't take it dough but now i'm looking back because i don't even really know what i'm gonna say to flow looking for a little time i yelling out loud i got to say live only if it's gonna be something i gotta jive then you're looking back at like purple i never see i'm wearing squirrels looking around chasing after guts and i'm wondering how when and where am i to stare in my underwear unaware of everything that makes me clear now i gotta say that i hit the microphone today i gotta take it back and back this way now she's doing comedy on her own not afraid to break the zone now she get it all that's mel she gotta go but now i forgot the third word what was it mel oh i don't even remember what it was do you remember i never break it like was dream dream i already said that one i never go and we did Laugh. rubber ducky what was the other one? Oh, yes that's what people did when they heard her talk they all laughed and they went on slot lyrically they got those things that they got and then they're like oh ha, 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 ha. i guess that's it the story is silly i'm sorry i did that only if i'm really really and trey i'm glad that you're still beatboxing because you messed up only if i am talking yelling out loud like i got a bound how brown cow now i gotta say right now and i'm done good stuff i hope you enjoyed that that was all for you that was so fun <laughs> you guys are awesome thank you <laughs> Well, thank you for being on the show. So cool. I'm so thank glad we got guys. to talk to you today. Thank you, guys. I'm honored that you invited me. I really appreciate it. This was super fun. You guys are great. I'm a big fan. <laughs> wow, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
Yeah. Um, now, this is the time where you get to actually plug anything you want. So uh, please tell people how to find you, um, how they can book you for million dollar uh, festivals <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I love oh, that. You're, you're going to make it big one day. And I want I people to know that you were here first. Yes, yeah. like, exactly. I think that I think that's going to be amazing one day when I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh my god! I love being on your podcast. Uh, you know, Joe, this is not my first podcast. I was on yeah, exactly. your podcast. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, <laughs> let me tell you about my first podcast. That's These guys it. sucked. <laughs> they were terrible, and I just smiled the whole time. Never. So I would not do that. Um, <laughs> So if you're in Austin, I do have a show on January, wait, one sun, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, 20th, oh, no. <laughs> January 22nd at Irene's downtown in Austin. Um, and if you're not in Austin, then just follow me on Instagram. It's Mel Safi, my name here with a period in between Mel.Safi. Follow me on Instagram and we'll hopefully see you at one of my shows. <laughs> That's awesome. Phenomenal. I'm so, I wish Thanks, I could yeah. go. Let's see what happens. I, I don't know. I'll be there. I'm, I might, I might go on tour once I get well, this baby out of me. <laughs> well, well, Mel, all you have to do is book something next October. So when Trey comes down for ACL again, oh for sure, you, we can come see you uh, while we're there. So you oh, just yeah. have to do it. Uh, and next year, Trey's going to try to make both weekends because he realizes that. Good, good. I'm hard. He has a real job, so. He has a real job. Well, so it would be from Friday to next. Technically, I would just need yeah, all that time yeah. till Friday. Yep. So yeah, no, we'll make it happen. And then every weekend. So we'll see well, you here for sure. Have Sheesh. you considered doing a TikTok yet, Mel? You know, one of my girlfriends was like, Oh, my niece says you should be on TikTok. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't even I need help. I, I'm I'm open to it, but I have no idea how it works. So you know anyone yeah. who can help me and get on the TikTok? <laughs> well, the reason I say that is that remember, guys, we're on TikTok. You can go check out Flows for You. Uh, they're on TikTok. <laughs> I had a plan, Trey. Uh, no, I got uh, it. Flows for You and on Instagram and on Twitch and on YouTube and on Facebook. All Flows for You or Flows for You Pod. If you can't find it there, come check us out. You'll see little clips from this show on our TikTok and our Instagram. So that should be all cool. And um, if you're looking for a new website, make sure you go to nomadweb.design. Uh, they are also in Austin and they uh, make great websites. So if you're looking for another website, they did our website at flowsforyou.com. The number four, the letter U. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Awesome. And uh, again, if you're looking for an amazing birthday party, go to hiphophouseparty.com. And um, Mel had one of them come and it worked out for her. And um, you should check it out. Uh, Trey, what am I forgetting? If you guys want to be on the show, feel free to hit us up at flowsforyou.com. <laughs> That's our personal website where you can message us uh, personally that we can, we need the questions of the day or else we were just done with the segment because uh, it was a good, it was good while it lasted. We just, we were kept using the same guy from Twitter, and we want to hear questions today from you guys. Yep. Um, and we want them on the show. And if not, that's okay. We just won't do that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So, Mel, this is the part I know you've been looking forward to. This, this is our close for the night. Well, you get to be Trey's therapist. You oh. Ask him three questions. Oh, no. And Trey has to pretend whatever you say is real life for him, and he has to answer why it's whatever the situation is. <laughs> Um, pretty simple. Uh, please let him blow up. It, last week was pretty amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. Um, and it will be fun. Let me get the music ready. Cue the music. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <clears throat> I'll do the best I can to keep a straight face. But since you're a comedian, we'll see what happens. 
<laughs> All right, go for it. Uh, welcome to Trey's therapy session with uh, Dr. Mel. Trey, why didn't you just tell your girlfriend at the restaurant that the waitress was your ex and that <laughs> that's the reason she didn't want to bring your food? You could have just been honest. So, you know what? what? I appreciate you asking that question because, Mel, um, it was my ex. And uh, it was a guy. So that was the weirdest part about everything. That it was somehow in a weird time reality warp. Um, it was a guy. And uh, I should have just been open with her because it would have been for, uh, you know, hey, this is my life. And she could have just dumped me there or we could have moved on. And now I'll never know since I never asked that question. Or told her. Except for now that she's heard it on the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I apologize to your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't want to break character. By the way, she doesn't this watch, is not real, guys. Just a heads up. This is not, this is not real at all. If my ex was there, I would have said, and we're leaving. Well, tell, me why, tell me why you and him broke up. Oh, no! <laughs> you set yourself up for that one, Drake. He kept, he kept forgetting things. <laughs> so we were trying to celebrate my birthday and he forgot the entire day. And I was expecting a surprise like, hey, haha, your whole family's here and stuff. No, he'd for forgot for two years in a row. Oh, my God. Therefore. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a very successful dating relationship. Therefore, that was that was. That was just not even the tip of the iceberg. But and that's why I was like, hey man, love you, dude, but we gotta we gotta part ways. One last question, then our session's gotta come to a close. Um oh man, we, how do I follow that? <laughs> you can go to a whole different question. What yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Um Tell me. <laughs> oh gosh. Tell me why you still wet the bed. Ah! <laughs> Look, it's 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 a problem because I just can't hold it. It's 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 a it's a pelvic floor thing. I've gone to therapy <laughs> for it. I I don't know. Why this keeps happening, I, I guess I'm just not doing, you know, the stretches right to just, you know, build those muscles up. But Damn I mean, I wake up, I wake up. Those are for guys too. I wake up and I'm swimming in Niagara Falls and it's beautiful. And I have to clean. I actually, you don't, you don't know how expensive it is to change out sheets every week because washing them is not going to. Oh my God. <laughs> he just fills it up. He was so peeved. Why? <laughs> This is a hose hooked up to the water pen. <laughs> uh, thank Mel, you so thank much, you guys. so much. Oh yeah, thank you so much, Mel. You're amazing. Stay on for just a few moments after we close the show, so we can yes. say thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. This was awesome. <laughs> go to Mel's show. If you don't go there, you can't be a fan of our show. <laughs> wait, wait, no, don't say that, Dre. We don't want to lose those five. Well, people. you know. <laughs> If you're not in Austin, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 
But thank you so much, guys, for checking out the show. Can't wait to see you next week. Um, If you're listening to the show right now on the podcast, come check us out live on Mondays at 5 p.m. CST on everywhere that you can find it, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. uh, We're all there. Um, We'd love to have you part of the conversation. And uh, if you're not, go check out Flows For You everywhere podcasts are. And uh, thank you so much for listening to us and spending time with us. We hope you have an amazing, awesome night. And Trey. Yes, flows for you, flows for you. It's what we do now. It's what we do. Take care, guys. We love you. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and trade, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, so